1: fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever and with fishing booker you can experience it too no matter where you are discover your next
0: adventure on fishing booker
2: welcome to the oak shape podcast with me dan the fitness man your host Welcome to season five, here we go. This podcast is brought to you by discipline, delayed gratification, and being accountable to yourself. This podcast is about finding the high road, working hard every day, creating the best possible version of yourself. Our values are faith, family, fitness, finances, elk hunting, and career. Our guiding principles are authenticity, transparency, and out hustling the competition. Our podcast is brought to you by Buck Knives, Onyx Hunt, Vortex Optics, Wilderness Athlete, Black Rifle Coffee Company, Crispy USA, Matthews Archery, Kufaru International, and BlackOvis.com. Elk Shape Podcast with me, Dan the Fitness Man, your host. This is the last episode of season five. Then we move on to season six. Six years of doing this podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in. You have a lot of options from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. This podcast is all about hard work, delayed gratification, and being accountable to yourself. Today, we are bringing on two bros that uh, have created something that I think is really cool. So I'm like, guys, let me get you on my podcast so I can help spread the gospel of hard work, delayed gratification. Signing up for something put it on your calendar, training for it, knowing that all it really is doing is going to benefit you come fall 2023. We're talking about the Pack'em Out Boys and the Western Hunt Fest. Without further ado, we're going to get right to this podcast. I think it's awesome for you guys, especially that live close to Colorado, New Mexico, or maybe you want to travel and make this be like a big event you train for. They got a really cool thing and I'm stoked on it. Here we go. What's up, guys? Oakshade Podcast, sitting down today with the squad from Pack'em Out. And uh we got some cool stuff to talk about. They're doing some things, they've been doing some things that have my interest. And I'm like, well, maybe other people would like to know about this. So we have Jeffrey Duvall. Is that did I say that right? Efren Gonzalez, did I say that right? Got
3: it. Yes, sir.
2: Yeah, and then myself. So, boys, how are we doing? Good, bro. How you been? Living the dream, man. Every day, just kind of grinding. Probably like y'all. What do you guys do for work?
1: Go ahead, so I'm I'm a nurse, um, but my wife and I have a small business, so I stay home and work from home. But yeah, I'm a nurse.
2: Roger that.
3: And then uh, I'm actually in Arizona working right now. My wife and I we own a low voltage construction company, so I'm out here grinding right now, trying to get some stuff done before year's end.
2: Oh, what part of Arizona are you at?
3: Uh, I'm on the west side of Phoenix right now, out out in uh, Tollson
2: Okay. Is that place just still popping?
3: Yeah, it's growing like crazy.
2: Mm. I lived in Phoenix for a minute, and uh, that was in 2005 and six. Oh, really? And it was huge then. And I've been back recently, and I was like, I don't know how, how many, is there another million people here now? I mean, it's in, like literally.
1: For real, for real. Well, yeah, so, we both live there too.
2: Oh, okay. So where did you guys live?
1: I lived in Gilbert. And mm-hmm. He lived in Chandler. I was in Chandler, yeah. I just moved to Colorado
3: Springs in 2020, from here.
2: Was that was that like um, looking back? Is that the right move for you?
3: Oh hell yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was it was a, a work move, but ended up being better for the family, better for work, better for every all, all around. It was a good, it was good, good for both businesses. It was great.
2: Give me the uh, origin story on Pack'em out because one time somebody one of you two said, sent me something on maybe Instagram it was like, Hey, what's your address? And I was like, why I'm gonna send you a shirt. And I was like, okay, send me a shirt. Like I get a lot of that and uh, shirt shows up. It's freaking the dopest shirt ever. Everyone always wants to know where did you get that shirt? So you made a really cool shirt and I've watched your brand just kind of take off. So give me the origin story. I love your side hustle.
3: Thanks man. So, um, Talking about started out. I mean, I've been I've been hunting for forever. My grandpa, my grandpa had me hunting out, you know, two or three years old, whatever, taking him out with him. Um, but as I got older and got into my own thing, have my own kids, we're out and about one day. We kill, I killed a buck, and just having my kids with me started thinking like, what can I do to keep kids, keep my kids involved in this this heritage that that has been growing. Um, and thought maybe a you know, small apparel line or something just to keep them involved, maybe give back to, to, uh, the hunting community a little bit, did some, uh, youth hunting camps, things like that. And what I thought would just be kind of like a side hustle, um, is slowly turning into more than that. So, um, the origin of it, I guess is just, just a family environment out in the, in the, in the outdoors really.
2: So it's an apparel brand tell me like walk me through what that looks like how like do you make all the designs yourself like buying shirts and getting them like how do you market them and how do you get people to buy your stuff and is it like turn a profit is
3: <laughs> it's very rough uh, going into it dude I really I didn't know what I was getting myself into I thought it would just be cool I could make a couple shirts. I did the whole go buy the cheap Gildan shirts when I first got into it. um bought bought like a two dozen flat bill hats off some rinky dink website had them embroidered and i took i took all that stuff to uh out here actually a 3d archery shoot set up a little table just to see how it would do and sold like 400 some odd dollars in like i don't know four or five hours and i'm like oh shit like maybe i got something and sold a couple more things and then realized like, I better I better get a better quality shirt. I better get nicer hats because people are actually gonna like this. Um, and at first it was like, really the, the design Jeff has on right now, it was just the logo, just logo tees, logo hats, that's it. And then um, started, I would think of a design and I'd set that there's, there's an artist here actually in the Valley um, in Phoenix. I sent him some ideas he put together a, a little proof real quick, sent it back. He's like, if you like it, we can make some changes if you don't. And it's kind of where it went. The first, I think the one that I sent you, he did that. The guy from out here in Arizona, um, did a couple for me. Uh, and then I just, I did the whole napkin thing. You know, you, you do a, you an idea and you jot it down on a napkin. And a lot of the times I, they sit here in my truck and So I started taking pictures of them and I'll send them to different designers. Um, I got it. I'm working with the guy right now that he's, he's pretty dope. So we've got more in in the works.
1: I wish you could see those napkins.
2: (laughs) No, I wish you could see those napkins. I'm not an artist, bro. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, that's cool. So, you guys are doing well. You, I'm going to leave a link to your website so people can check that stuff out. I mean, supporting some fellow blue collar dudes. It's awesome. Um, But that's not what we brought you on today. We brought you on to talk about something you've already beta tested and you're stepping it up for 2023. I want to hear all about it. Let's get to it.
1: Yeah. So uh, 2023, we have the Western Hunt Fest coming back. So our first event will be at the NRA Whittington Center and our second will be in or that's in Raton, New Mexico. And then our second will be in Bailey, Colorado, June 24th and 25th. Um, Yep. Yeah.
2: All right. So what goes on at this festival?
1: Yeah, I'll let him uh, dig in. So, yeah. So we, it kind of
3: over the last year, um, right before we did our, our event in August, I think we started planning in like May, June-ish, something like that. Uh, And it just, as Hunters, we're all competitive. Everyone, everyone loves to compete, whether you're competing for you know 3D targets and who's who's got a better score or you know who's bringing the biggest bull off the mountain. Um, we all love the, the competition, um, and we all love trophies. Everyone loves a good trophy, but uh, so Jeff and I, we've both been to 3D shoots small ones, big ones, they're fun. Um, but what we wanted to do is kind of more introduce uh competition to it while also bringing informative matters to it so we get we like in august we had jermaine hodge out there to do um an outcalling seminar we've got top you know top guys that are out there judging an outcalling contest Um, our 3d tournament the 3d side of it it's scored but we also introduce real life scenarios so you got to crawl to a target or you have to shoot from your knees or there's a tree in your way and you got to kind of lean out before you shoot. Um, another one we did was we actually put a ground blind out and you had to shoot from the ground blind. So we want to make it as realistic as possible. We want you to be able to show up, test your skills before you hit, before you hit the mountain. Cause there's so many people out there that are like, yeah, I can do this. I can do that. You get out there and you you're in the position maybe you, maybe you do make the great shot, but you're six miles back in and you've never done that before. So do the pack out challenge. See if you can do a mile and a half before you get crazy.
2: So how many 3D targets total? Uh, 20. Okay. And how many guys right now listening are all-star backyard heroes like myself who never crawl, shoot from a knee, throw a ground blind up, shoot with a high heart rate, or lean around to shoot around a tree. Man, we don't do that. We wear flip-flops, shirt off, and we freaking paint Xs. I paint Xs in my backyard. I'm a backyard gangster. So, yeah, I like that a lot, man. That's really exciting. Now, the packout, it's a mile and a half. I saw pictures where you guys are actually putting sandbags and a Euro skull bowl, so you kind of have that awkward, you know, antlers um tell me about the packout because back in the train to hunt days there was a packout that we did and then um it was pretty brutal what's yours like what does yours entail
1: go for it yeah so the packout has um simulated sandbags which which weigh the the amount of the average bull elk so we do the two fronts the two rears and then we do um four 10 pound bags to simulate like the uh Loose meat the back straps the okay the neck meat and tenderloins and all that jazz. And then we do of course the Euro and then we make them carry on at least one trip their bow.
2: So it's a multi-trip. What's the protocol there?
1: Yeah. So, so whatever you, whatever you want. So there's guys that want to try it in one. Um, Like we have the team and solo. So there were uh, the team that won it last year. They did it in one trip. So they took everything in one and they just did the loop, but it's up to the, the, Contestant, so whatever he wants to do he can do um we had guys that uh took it last year they took more than they could uh take and they dropped it halfway and then came back for it so you can do whatever you want but it's it's just um we want guys to realize like
2: so i've done that in real life by the way solo i've been like i think it was like i'm gonna do a hind i'm gonna do uh, a shoulder loose meat and the rack all in one i think i went 80 yards and i said sat down i was like Dude, you're not in thirties anymore. You suck. I've been there. That's realistic, right?
1: Yeah, for right. sure. Okay. Yeah, that is realistic. Yeah. So we wanted to weigh in on, like, we wanted to also prepare people for the hunt too. So like, um, part of the pack out challenges, we see all these guys going to the back country, especially here in Colorado. Like everybody thinks you have to go five miles back. So we wanted to also educate the public on, is this really the smart thing for you to do? so that the bear doesn't get your meat you know we wanted it to show guys like a baseline let them test their skills um with one the pack out but the 3d the um elk calling co- contest we wanted guys to you know practice before they go in the woods and blow an elk out of the woods you know like we wanted this to be informative as well as competitive too so
2: so is each is each event scored separately is there like an overall winner let's say like let's say Dan goes in and I, I'm not that great at elk calling. I don't suck. I can make all the sounds, but I'm not Jermaine Hodge. And I'm like maybe top five, but I'm not first place. And then I, um, shoot the 3d course. And again, I'm not Levi Morgan, but I shoot pretty good. I'm still top five. And then the, the fitness thing, believe it or not, I don't win that. There's people way more better than me, but I do well. Like I get top three. Is there an overall score for who's the most well-rounded or is each event just kind of its own separate event?
1: Each event is its own separate.
2: Okay. So you could just sign up to, I want to do the packout challenge. Yep. Yep. Or I want to test my metal and vocalizations, or I think everybody wants to shoot their bow, don't they?
1: Yeah. They everybody go. wants to shoot. Yeah.
2: So, um, what are we talking about for prizes? Like, why would I travel a long ways to compete? What was, what's my incentives?
1: Well, the, the, for the packout challenge solo, it's a big belt. First off and then um like that we have some some great <laughs> sponsors that have thrown in like quite a bit of uh so like- kafaru actually
3: kafaru is already committed for this year for 2023 they will be the host sponsor for the packout challenge so that's that's their gig um so they're going to be there show people the packs do their thing uh the solo winner will get i think what they decided to do is is a coupon code For $750 to their store at each event. Plus you get that, that belt,
2: that belt buckle, baby. People run a hundred miles in 24 hours to get that buckle. You know, people ride bulls to get that buckle. People will pack them out to get that buckle. That is cool. Now, what are you guys doing for media coverage? Because I believe this is an opportunity for you guys to really pull off some really cool content. That's going to be eye catching.
3: So as far as media, I mean, we, We've been sending out flyers to local bow shops, trying to do that. We're working with uh, Kafaru. I'm waiting on some emails back from them on how we can maybe get flyers set into their orders that are going out. Um, the pack them out orders as I send them out, they're getting, they're getting cards in there as well. Um, we're trying to blast it as much as possible on, on Instagram. Um, but I mean, we're on this for a reason you are the man to go to <laughs> when we're talking out. So, yeah. We're hoping we can get the right people in our in our corner. I mean, the thing's going to it's going to blow up. We we have faith that it's it's going to be big. Um, but we want to make sure we're surrounding ourselves with the right people
1: and getting it done correctly. Yeah, no and doubt. as far as like photographers, um we had a guy that was a uh, part of the club that we started our first one, um our first uh, shoot at and he kind of helped us in the first year and then uh we're uh We're like meeting with people and and talking to people about like videography and and, um, pictures for the next one, too. But we're still in our uh, early phases. So the budget is still kind of low so that we can keep this thing debt free and um, keep this thing moving upwards too. you know,
2: what's your goal for turnout? Like um, what's your ceiling? What do you think makes sense for logistics? Like um, how many athletes can you handle? And is this a one day event, by the way, as well?
1: Yeah. So at, at American Bowman, we are capped in Colorado. Um, It's a smaller facility. So we are capped at 120 shooters and 150 overall attendees. Um, However, the NRA Whittington center, I would love to have that thing in the thousands, to be honest, it's huge. They got camping, they have um, 25 different shooting ranges for people to, you know, after the competition, they can go skeet shoot. They could long range up to two mile, like, I want this thing to blow up, you know? Um, so
2: no, when I used to uh, run a gym, I, I had several competitions that I would host and one trick that I learned, and this is kind of still not Instagram and content creators and influencers ambassadors wasn't quite where it was is today is I would hire a photographer and I would hire a videographer and I'd be like, look, here's your job capture as many dope photos as possible and i want that batched today when you're done i want i don't care if you just filter or whatever you got to do but batch a thousand photos get them exported get them on a thumb drive hand them to me i am going to be putting these on facebook and instagram and tagging everybody in the competition and i want to put it on a Dropbox folder so they can get people love photos of themselves believe it or not and uh they'll they'll do all the marketing for you if you provide them the assets and then you know one thing about like total Archer challenge is like guys like me show up i i pay for me and my squad and i pay for two strangers to shoot with us and we drive over and we pay for videographers and we make content about it and we totally promote total archery challenge and looking back i'm like we get no money from Total Archery Challenge, yet we just promote the hell out of them. You know, so hopefully maybe you guys, because what you're doing is so cool, you could find a way to invest some dollars and to get that, those assets in your participants' hands. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady.
0: A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall
2: guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See
3: Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because
1: I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah. Makes sense yeah. to me.
1: Yeah. Efren's been uh, talking with, I, I think you're friends with Santino, right?
2: Oh yeah, Santino yeah. Castellanos, he's my homie. Yeah, boy.
1: we've been we've been talking with him too, so maybe we can work out a. a he,
2: he's deal out with here him in now.
1: Arizona right now. What's he doing?
3: I don't know. I'm waiting for his text. <laughs> I just seen he posted uh, some about a sunrise in, in AZ. So I just text him right now. I'm like, yo, where you at?
2: <laughs> I'll be in AZ tomorrow afternoon. I'm going down for a little mule deer hunt
3: with. You up um, for the opener?
2: Is tomorrow the opening day? Friday. Oh, Friday. So Friday. Yeah. So Friday, um, uh, I felt, I, started, I probably sound like an idiot. I just got invited last minute and I'm like, okay, I'll go. And I'm going with Baku and I don't even know what what we're doing. I think we're hunting mule deer. You don't know the, what
1: unit? Uh, you, you
3: don't know. have to say it.
2: Northwestern Arizona would be my guess.
3: I'm going down to Southern Arizona on Friday.
2: I just made a rule. I don't want to hunt little white-tailed deer that you guys call coos or cows deer. I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not interested. Dude, in they're this. addicting. I don't need a little snack. I want a full-size deer that I can eat.
1: I'm just yeah. playing. I, I'm just hey, playing. But hey, you could pack that whole thing out in one trip, though, bro. Damn Guts straight and all.
2: Down straight. So let's competition, guys. This sounds really cool. What's your registration fee? Do you have an early bird? Like, what's that? how's that work?
3: Yeah, I'll let you, you me take it. You got it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, I'd have. I'd honestly, I'd have to
1: look at the website, but I think we're at, we're at one twenty five. Is that right, Jeff? Yeah. So, so, um, our shooter pass per day is 80. If, um, you choose two days, it's a hundred for both days. Um, and then the pack out competition for the solo is 40. And I believe it's, um, 75 for a team. And then the elk calling, I think we have a $10. So. Um,
2: what is the name of the website? I'll look it up while we're here.
1: Yeah, it's westernhunt.com. Western Hump. Yeah. Western what? Western what?
2: Okay. Dot com. Pulling up now. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, there you go. We've got these guys with their Kufaru packs loaded down with sandbags in a Euro. we got some drone footage. we got our two venues, one in Colorado, one in New Mexico, one in April 29th, and then one in June 24th. Those are spaced out appropriately. And realistically, guys, I chose to have these guys on because I want to support them. And I want you to go get a litmus test this early in the year to find your weaknesses and identify them. If you can't squeak out a location bugle to save your life, if if you're butt puckers when it's time to shoot a controlled shot in a tough, tricky situation with peers in competition... Identify that. Or if you know what, you're the guy trying to take the entire elk out and you have to drop half of it halfway, you know, you get to identify your weakness and then you have time to mitigate your weakness, which is what my message is, is to find your weakness, make it your strength. This is a great way. And rub elbows with like-minded, trustworthy peers. This is like community, camaraderie. Like, guys, I fully support your efforts. I think this is awesome.
3: Yeah, I like how you said, like, uh, surrounding yourself with like-minded peers. Jeff had an idea last year. And it was, like I said, we've planned it so fast, but to, to have, have even if it's uh, like a card or whatnot, just because you meet so many cool people and you might bump into someone that actually hunts your same unit, exchange numbers, get each other's information because when you're out there and you need a guy to help you pack out, it's, it's nice to, to have met somebody that you know hunts like you, shoots like you, works like you. You know what I
2: mean? Yeah, man. I, I packed out three bulls this year of mine and, my buddy Jake helped me pack out the first one. We did it in one trip and we've done that before together. Um, the Idaho bull I killed and I was like completely screwed. I was like, no Jake, no friends so far from the truck. I am screwed and I better start now. And I remember I met some guys at the trailhead that wanted to help me and they saved my ass. I mean, and when I say they saved my ass, I mean, they basically just saved me a ton of time. I could go back home and see my kids. And then The Montana boy killed last Is I called Jake, and he was two states away, dropped everything, and helped me with the last load. How cool is that to have somebody—and I have not had a chance to pay Jake back. I gave him some elk meat, too, by the way, but, like, I can't wait to pay him back. I can't wait to be like, I'm dropping everything, and I'm going to go save the day for him and be his hero because he's done that for me. And um, it is no—like— Everybody thinks a pack out is the worst thing they've ever experienced while they're in it. And then it's nothing but a distant memory. You know, fatigue makes cowards of us all and it is painful to pack an elk out, but it's a distant memory. As soon as you're at back of the truck cracking a cold one. So I think why not see where you're at on your pack out game and then adjust your training accordingly. Plus the belt is like a WWE belt, like a UFC belt. It's pretty sick, dude. like, that is awesome, so, man.
3: So we have, check this out. The guys that won the, the team, they did, Jeff, what was it? 1.4, 1.5 miles last year?
1: Yeah, one point one point four eight, I believe.
3: Okay, so 1.48, it's two brothers um, from northern New Mexico. Okay. They did it in, fifty. I think, 52 or 53 minutes. They did the, the whole thing. They are coming back this year. They're going to do both locations. They want both titles one of the brothers wants to try to do the solo as well because he wants belts from he both He wants ways. hardware he wants it all yeah so I love it. it really is about the trophies. <laughs> the
1: competition is for real yeah and then the solo guy he's already registered for one or both both yeah so so we're asking them to bring their trophies and their hardware back just to show it off while they're competing too so
2: Here at Elkshape, we're very picky on who we decide to partner with. We take our brand very serious, and if we have a partner, we want to brag about them because we believe in them. Numa Outdoors, that's the clothing we wear. Discount code ELKShape20 will take 20% off your first order. Vortex Optics, Vortex Nation, proud partner since 2010. On X Hunt, become an elite member. This is the most reliable app for hunting on the market. Discount code Elkshape takes 20% off your elite membership. Buck Knives out of Post Falls, Idaho. They've been in business since 1902. Matthews Archery, a brand that not only has the same shared values, but continues to push technology and making the best bows on planet Earth. MagView, this is the digiscoping solution that simplifies the entire process. Discount code Elkshape takes 10% off. Wilderness Athlete, this brand makes supplements, does not specialize in marketing. They specialize and making you better and recover and being healthier. Discount code ELKSHAPE22 will take 30% off your first purchase. SpyPoint trail cameras, trail Ology Trail cams are an extremely useful tool to help you scout, figure out game densities and understand animal behavior. And they make very reliable trail cameras that you can count on. Kafaru International, the hoodlum is my all-time favorite backpack for elk hunting. I don't even know how many elk I've packed out with that pack, but I always can count on it. The frame is in a league of its own. And Aaron Snyder is running a phenomenal company that we believe in. Crispy Boots, Crispy USA, Crispy Hunting. These boots are the best bang for your buck. Minimal break-in period. Lots of flex ratings to suit your style and terrain that you hunt in. Check out a Crispy dealer near you. Baku e-bikes out of Ogden, Utah. E-bikes made for hunters by hunters. Use them where legal It's efficient, quiet, and exhaust-free way to get in and get out of your tree stand or your hunting location. Black Rifle Coffee Company. Coffee is life. And this is a veteran-owned pro 2A company. Discount code Elkshape takes 15% off. Blackobus.com is where I do all my shopping and I use my own discount code, which is Elkshape. It takes 10%. Off fast and free shipping, a vast variety, and great customer service. Sheep feet, orthotics for the hunter. Put these in your boot and elevate your game, leak less energy, prevent injury, and hunt more efficiently. Discount code ElkShape takes 10% off. The elkcollective.com, digital elk hunting education video driven, enter the discount code, elkshape podcast, all one word to save a few bucks and get to learning fatty meat sticks from smokewood. These are my go-to snacks when hunting protein and fat, great energy sources, super convenient, delicious. You can find them at any convenience store near you. Marsupial out of Arizona. They make the best vinyl packs, period handcrafted here in the USA. And we stand behind them. You have, I mean, that's what you do in the UFC. If you're the, if you hold the title, you, you bring your title. Um, what about, uh, the solo guy who won last year? Did he, did he do two trips? I would assume
3: he did it. in, uh, yeah, he did it in two. Um,
1: I think where's he from? He's from, he's from like the Denver area. Ain't he, Jeff. Yeah. I think he uh, grew up in Iowa though. He's, he's a, he's a wrestler and he looks like one dude. He's a tank. Yeah. You,
3: you look at him and you're like, guys. Two or three trips and he did a solid two and he you know what he, he did it in like i think it was like an hour and 12 minutes
0: yeah
1: something like that like he was damn near as fast as the duo yeah he yeah. also like the week before he did the um top predator games too or the top predator with kurt he did that like the week before too so the dude is an animal man he's he's small too so it was, it was impressive
2: my buddy could win this thing, and I'm gonna call him out right now. Um, I think he, I think he won the top predator, and he lives right there in Colorado, and he's a beast. Char- Charlie Pappas, Charles, calling you out, son. I know you're gonna hear this, dude.
3: So this was made for he you. He was registered. He was registered last year, and last minute he decided to donate his registration because happy wife, happy life.
2: I get that. I get he had, that.
3: He had some stuff to do and, and our, like the way we planned it last year is we took the only open spot we had at that archery club. Um, it was like two days before the antelope opener. Oh. It was, it was, yeah, it was bad timing for a lot of people. So, and we got that feedback um, right after too, like, Hey, if you guys would have done this a month, two months earlier, I would have been there. And we heard that from, you know, 30, 40 people. So we're giving everyone ample time.
2: Yeah, you are. And we're we're pumping this podcast out the first of the year, y'all. So why not sign? Dude, here's the deal. I mean, I'm selling this for you guys. You sign up for shit ahead of time that forces you to train. Like you get it on the gosh darn calendar and now you have something you need to be prepared for. So when you're feeling soft and really human and lazy and you're like, I don't feel like I don't got it today, you don't have a choice. Do you want to make... Uh, You want to be embarrassed on the mountain with all your peers watching? No, go in and put the work or, you know what? You don't need that ice cream bar, Dan, you are full from dinner. So don't get soft. Say no to your sweet tooth. Things like that. Like these little discipline decisions are enhanced when you sign up for something. I tell my athletes that, so sign up for something. This is something you should sign up for. How am I doing guys? Am I selling it for you? You're
1: doing good. One thing I forgot to tell you though. So. Um, with our our vendors, so we have a bunch of vendors too. With our vendors, we ask that they pay less of a fee for the Western Hunt Fest and they give out prizes to everybody that attends. So last year we had tons of prizes that we literally gave out something to almost every person that walked in the venue. They got a free prize, like whether it was a marsupial pack or like mm-hmm. an iron wheel knife, a Tito knife, like everybody came home with something really good too. So and this year's yeah. prizes are going to be a lot bigger and a lot better. Um, Love it. We, yeah, we already have a lot more sponsorship than we did last year. So it's going to get real good.
2: Cool. And, um, oh, here's an email from you guys. I, I thought I was, okay. Hey, bro, we would like to give out a full access giveaway to both, one of one of each to the Western Hunt Fest events. The full access will allow the winner to compete in 3D pack out, and the out calling contest for free. Just take the email of the winners and send them to us. So you guys are offering up, and this is for the Chub Challenge? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll probably do that the last week of the Chub Challenge. Um, for those that have, like, because each week, I should probably back up. If you're listening to this right now, see, boom. Yeah, you probably, the Chub Challenge is probably still going on last week. Um, so I'll make that announcement this week. But, dude, that thing is, I... I don't like how I'm doing it because like my Instagram, you you have to prove that you did whatever the weekly assignment is and then tag me in the Instagram. Like I, uh, I'm not very good at direct messages on Instagram and like an hour will go by and I'll have a hundred messages that I have to go through and like make sure these people know that I saw them putting the work in. And so the December Chubb challenge, I got to figure out a better way to do it because like for like, I'm literally on Instagram for seven hours a day and all I'm doing is going through messages and like, it's so incredibly special to see all these people shooting their bows every day in the dark in the lights of their truck, which they wouldn't have done without the challenge, or they're up early freezing their balls off with a frozen mustache, getting their miles in, or I just love the December Chub Challenge. And it really sets the precedent for the new year. And you're not like, Oh, it's the holidays. I guess I'll just get fat and sassy. It's like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna outwork everybody who is gonna take the holidays off. And for you guys to give away basically a registration like that at each event one per event and you get to do all the things thank you so much i uh i just saw that now and i really appreciate that guys yeah yeah that's cool well let's talk about putting um as far as in the show notes of this video a lot of people just click on a podcast and don't read the show notes. But this is one where if you are wanting to sign up, I'm going to just scroll down to there and look at the link. I'll have a link to the website. You can get signed up and put on your calendar and get to training and uh, show up. And don't embarrass yourself. Show up and just give it your best effort. All you can control is your effort and attitude. It's not, um, it's not a penis measuring contest. It is a contest to figure out where you're at and what you need to do so that you're ready for the season the end guys how was your elk season last year
1: yeah mine, go ahead. mine was amazing man i uh i drew a a tag that i waited six years for and i had dude i had so much interaction i held out i didn't end up killing um but i know man's land the biggest bull i've ever shot at so it was amazing um That's i so don't awesome. regret not killing i i don't regret it um i mean i would i would bugle dan and there would be a bugle here, a bugle there, a bugle over there, a bugle over there. It was, it was insane. I actually uh, took Efren one day and I was like, okay, I'm going to take this guy and it's not going to be like, I've been telling him all month. It's good. And I mean, it started from September 1st to the end and I took him. epic! It was was epic. epic, (laughs) It was so much fun. Yeah, but I didn't end up killing, but, but it was, it was by far my best season.
2: Oh, that's cool that you have the, um, the wherewithal, the, the perspective to understand what you experienced and that it was a successful season. You got what you waited for. Sure. You didn't get what you like. I don't know. I think that's really cool when folks set the tone for a hunt and what defines success and that you can look back and go, that was incredible. So that's awesome. How about you, Efren?
3: uh Striking out, man. I didn't even draw back. I, uh, I did the public land hustle and, and I, I put in the miles. I put in the hours. Um, but it's, there's so many, there's so many people around and I mean, I'd hike in, I think I did six miles in and still running into people. Sure. Um, yeah. So it was rough. Um, but it was fun. I got out, I had fun. I, my best day out was without a bow was out there with Jeff. So yeah, it was, it was, it was fun overall. It was great. Um, uh, we ended up the household. We ended up getting the bull. My, my, um, 14 year old daughter shot a bull this year. So
2: how, freaking cool is that talk to me
3: dude her first year hunting she's never hunted before in her life she's never wanted to all my other kids do they're all obsessed with it um she, i come to find out this past july for my birthday she didn't know what to get me so she's like i guess i'll just tell them i want to hunt so she's like dad would you would you mind if i want if i hunt and i'm like oh all right cool yeah let's try it i put her in for colorado secondary draw she drew first rifle bull first rifle antelope buck and second rifle, uh, mule deer buck. She filled all three tags this year. Um, is a thoroughly obsessed with it now, but yeah, it, it was my season overall because of the kids was phenomenal.
2: She filled all three tags.
3: Yeah, bro. <laughs> she filled I If you go to my Instagram, uh, you'll see, uh, she's on there. She's got her, her buck, her, uh her antelope buck she shot which ended up being like i think like what do we tape him at 61 inches or something like that 61 yeah 61 and then she shot a small bull um was just under 200 and then uh she shot we haven't taped her her uh mule deer buck yet but he's he's a big thick bastard he's he's awesome old got character yeah old old everyone's everyone I, I posted a few pictures of his his teeth and everyone's thinking eight to nine years old
2: is that your daughter flexing with the bull on her back
0: <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> dude that's that's the greatest like send send me that photo like that's the cover of this podcast episode that is that like i don't know i'm a softie when it comes to daughters man that just freaking that just gives me goosebumps
3: that's what i was going into her hunt thinking because i had some friends and stuff that were like if she drops something, call us, we'll go help you. And I was thinking, I, I think I expressed it to Jeff one day. I'm like, oh, dude, how, how badass would that be if like me and my daughter pack a bull out by ourselves? Like my four day before you told me that. Yeah. She weighs a hundred pounds soaking wet. And I'm like this, that would just be, that would be it. And when we, when it all came down to it, dude, she made, she made a shot. Um, I think she was at like 450. She makes the shot. Uh, she scoped herself in the in the bridge of the nose yep yeah it, it was just it was everything. and she hit him and he didn't move the cows ran off but when I noticed she had hit her nose I'm like talking to her trying to figure out is it busted is it, is it bleeding no blood she can move it lights fading it was it was a lot going on and I could glass him and see that he's still there and he's not running. I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? I'm like, try to shoot again. And she's like, no, she's freaked out. She's like, I don't want to shoot again. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> so I, yeah, I think I called, I called, text, emailed everyone I know. And yeah. I'm like, why would, why would he not run? And everyone said the same thing. He's hit so damn hard. He's just bleeding out. Fact. Uh, yep Yeah. Go there in the morning. He'll be there. And literally we go back in the morning and he's in the exact same spot. done sweet um so i got i have i think i have on my instagram i got some video of her walking up and did the smile on her face everything and then the realization for me is like oh damn we're really going to do this by ourselves um on the first on the first route i i took a rear a front and then literally just grabbed a meat bag in my hands she took a front and we bombed down get back to the truck ate lunch went back in got the rest of what we needed to and then came out yeah. Um, uh, but that that picture of her flexing that that was the last round out. Her his other two girls killed too. Oh yeah. My yeah, my twelve my year old daughter, she shot a doe antelope. Uh, my other so my my fourteen year old, she has a twin sister. She killed uh a buck antelope and a doe antelope. She had an A list and a B list first rifle tag or yeah yeah, first rifle tag. And she filled both within an hour.
2: Oh my gosh, dude, your freezer's swollen, bro.
3: So is mine. Oh, we're right. Yeah, we're good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I get you. Like I
3: said, we do it all together. <laughs>
2: no, I'm into it. Um, and you guys know Derek Wolf.
3: So, not we haven't actually linked up, um, but he's he uh, expressed he wanted to wear the you know the Pac-Amount brand, and in the midst of everything, um, him and Josh we're kind of like circling the same crowd and we're all helping each other out, repping each other stuff, you know, promoting each other. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's in, he's in the mix. He's on team pack. i out.
2: Yeah. He's a freaking Viking dude. What size shirt did you send him? Like triple X,
3: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. He asked for a little medium now.
2: Yeah. That's something I highly doubt. Um, that's cool guys. I, so I'm so stoked for what you're doing. I know I wanted to get you on the podcast, admittedly just to promote you um you guys didn't pay me to do this i'm happy to do this because you're you're tugging at my heartstrings you're talking about elk hunting preparation the physicality the mentality the shooting it's like literally uh if i had a bigger brand i'd be like i'm the title sponsor of this thing because i really believe in what you're doing and i just want to help so much i hope it grows and i know it will i mean you guys just do it right serve your customers, give them a great experience. So stoked for you. If you need anything on my end, please reach out, guys, go check out the website. I'm going to leave a link in the show. We're talking to Jeffrey and Efron. It's a quick podcast today, but I just want to get the message out. Guys, parting words, pieces of advice, anything else you want to say?
1: Yes. I forgot one thing, Dan, bring your kids. So we're going to make this kid friendly. So we know the summer is uh vacation time for everybody and it's hard to work out, to plan your hunts scout do this and that so we are adding a bunch of kid events we're going to bring nerf guns let the kids shoot at 3d targets we're going to um make a kids division in the uh, elk calling contest we might do something with the kids on a packout version but bring your kids we will have plenty for them to do so
2: that's yeah absolutely awesome well guys good luck in all your efforts i'll hit you up when i figure out who the chub challenge winner week four and um who knows i'll look at my calendar um i have elk shape camp season pretty much smack dab in both those events but if something changes i'll let you know guys remember separation is in the preparation we'll catch on the next one elk shape camps 2023 what goes on at elk shape camp a lot of stuff but basically i can distill it down to this we're gonna sniff out your weaknesses write you up a blueprint to tackle them head on and make sure that you're consistently getting into elk you're consistently training and eating clean year round you're disciplined and dialed at home at your job or employment and that you're making disciplined decisions that are going to lead to more success in life and in the mountains phoenix arizona january 20th through the 22nd at wilderness athlete hq march 3rd through the 5th in stonewall texas right next to numa hq julian ranch california march 31st through april 2nd this is in socal right outside of san diego plus we are going to do our inaugural women's only elk shaped camp on march 30th gals you are invited it's a women's only event on the 30th and then you'll jump right into the rest of the camp we also have a couple discounts make sure to shoot us an email if you want to know about that vortex edge in wisconsin april 14th through the 16th we came here last year it's such an amazing facility. It's so easy to put on a camp there. We can't wait to meet more Wisconsin or Midwest folks. And last but not least is a two-day intensive camp for elite Onyx members only in Green Acres, Washington, June 17th through the 18th. Early bird prices go until october 31st regular prices kick in november 1st and late registration starts january 1st 2023 we hope to meet you at an elk shape camp near you ish and we have military discounts regardless if you're currently serving or have served in the past email us to inquire within